This week's episode of Period Sis is brought to you by Overkink. Overkink is a black-owned sex toy website where you can get literally everything from lingerie, vibrators, dildos, for him collections, for her collections, and of course collections for couples and groups. You can also shop BDSM, lubricants, creams, and glides. And I'm so excited that Overkink partnered with the official box owner subscription box this last go around and supplied all you ladies with the bejeweled butt plugs. Again, I had a great time using mine and it's the pandemic, it's the panorama, it's a paragraph. Make sure you guys are spicing up the bedrooms. Again, we don't have many options of going outside. So go on over to overkink.com and get you some spice in your life, baby. Of course, for our box owners and those of you listening to this episode, you can now save 15% off of all orders over $39 using our promo code BOXOWNER. That's B-O-X. O-W-N-E-R to save 15% off orders over $39 over at overkink.com. Don't forget to let them know we sent you. Now let's get on with the show. A lot of women get really, you know, freaked out about anal and they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm scared of the pain. You ain't scared of the pain. Women, they wax their eyebrows. They do all sorts of crazy shit. You're not scared of the pain. What you're really scared of is doo-doo on the dick. (laughs) You're scared that he's going to see that, and that's going to be all of your shame, your inner evil, all your secrets and lies. Sephora can't help you now. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Period Sis. I'm your girl, Mandy B. I'm excited about this episode. I had so much fun talking to JC about all of the do's and don'ts and possible missteps of using a butt plug. Yes, ladies, we are taking it back there. (laughs) So we're talking about, again, just having fun in the bedroom, but also making sure you do so in a safe manner. And it would only be right that we are also joined by one of our fan favorites. Medina Monroe joins us also in today's episode to share her, I don't want to call it a nightmare, but I'll, I'll let you know. Just know once again, she got something stuck in her. And by the intro of this title, you can only guess what it is. Thank you for tuning in. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to my conversation with JC and Medina on this week's episode of Period Sis. It's another tale of womanhood for women by women. I am joined with owner, CEO, boss babe of one of the products that were in box number two of the official box owner. I am here today with JC Chester of Overkink Shop. Hey, JC. Hey, Mandy. How are you? I am well. I also want to start off by saying my man thought that I put your butt plug in my ass last night for content. <laughs> and he is right. <laughs> of, course, of course, we're going to start with your journey to starting Black-owned sex shop. You have such a wide array of toys and any of those individuals who are able to snag box number two, you had a bedazzled, a bejeweled, beautiful, 
freaking butt plug that I'm super excited for all of you guys to use. But JC, let's talk about you. What has kind of your journey been um, with sex? And would you consider yourself a freak? And do you like that word at all? So it's kind of, I guess, back and forth as far as the reason I started and after, I guess, my past. I'm going to tell a quick story about why I started the business. It's really, it may be shallow. I'm not entirely sure. But (laughs) (laughs) so I had a sex partner. Um, This guy was messing around for years. And I think one time I went by him and he had this restraint device. And as much as I knew about sex or playing into different stuff, I just never did anything, anything like that. So I remember for months after that, like I would be in like different Facebook groups or any like my friends. I was like, y'all need to get this. Like y'all need to try this right now. Like, wait, what was it and what did it do? <laughs> so now that I sell the product a little more and I know more about it, I can recommend it to people that may need help or assistance with, you know, how they place their body. But basically it's a sling. So it's placed around your neck and it holds your thighs open. Um, oh, and people are like, well, I can hold my own legs open. That's not the point of it. The point of it is that you really can't get out of it. That's kind of where the whole sexual part comes in and, you know, how you feel and, you know, what he's allowed to do and who you trust and all type of stuff like that. So that's and so <laughs> wait. So when this was tried on you with your partner, was it something that was discussed previously? How did you or, or did he just kind of whip it out on you in the bedroom? Um, it was this, I'm trying, I don't remember exactly if we re- used it the same night I was introduced to it, but I remember him like showing me it and I was just like, what is that? Like, I had no idea. I've never, like you've seen, you know, like better strength we see all the time you see it in movies. Um, but the other stuff we just don't really see, you don't really see it in porno. So you don't really have access to it. Um, so I think he showed me, it. I think he had sent me like the Amazon link and I was like, all right, let's try it. So I got a little tipsy one night and. <laughs> and that's kind of how it happened. And I remember me and him kind of stopped messing around. And when we started back messing around, I was like, hey, look, I got my own. Um, <laughs> so that's how that went. And that's kind of how I kind of got into it. I was in, um, when I was looking to start the business, I was looking for any e-commerce to start. And that's kind of, mm. I was like, well, you know, why? I, I've always been an entrepreneur. I've always tried to, you know, develop different things. And I find they were so quick to, want to have businesses just to have business. And I'm like, well, why would I want to do something that I already know or something I can share? Or, Cause I've always been that friend that my friends come to, to be like, Oh, Hey, you know, have you ever tried this? Have you did this with a partner? Do you like this? Yada, yada. Um, so it kind of just fell in. So I was like, Hey, I've been referring this sling or restraint to people for months. Why not sell sex toys? And I love that you mentioned like the different products I have, because when I initially started, that wasn't the case. Um, but thankfully, not thankfully for COVID, but because COVID happened, I had to start looking for different vendors, um, which is why I was able to pick up and sell vendors that were your space. Um, awesome. And it also gives me the option to sell products that are body safe. So like over the next couple of years, I really want to transition to either being my own brand still or still providing other products as well, but making sure people learn that stuff are body safe. And it's not the idea of just having a sex toy because we shouldn't be putting plastic into our body. Absolutely um, not. So I actually wanted to talk about that because if you were if you were the friend that all of your friends came to for sex advice and you were suggesting all of these sex toys, how did that journey start for you to start introducing sex toys into the bedroom with your partners? So I, well, okay. So I guess I'll go back a little further. 
Um, yes, start from the beginning of your Frico ways, baby. Hopefully my mother's not listening, you know, but whatever. I mean, I really don't care. She's very, <laughs> she's very welcoming. But so as a whole, so when I was younger, I want to say under 18, and I'm not even talking like sex. I didn't lose my virginity till I was 19. So it's not even okay. anything like that. But I was one of those kids that like, I grew up in a Caribbean household. We was only the first two girls. My mother really didn't let us out the house. So the internet was kind of where I found a lot of things. Um, so I remember being like 15, 14 in chat rooms. And back then, you know, parents aren't really watching what you're doing there. And if they don't know, my mother didn't know what it could like how to use a computer. So the options or what I, where I played around really was my own business. Um, so I learned a lot mm. from that. So I grew up as a bigger girl. I didn't lose weight or I didn't start dating until I was like 19. Um, and I think because I, of your size. I don't know if it was because of my size. I don't know if it's because I was shy. I don't know. I really don't. I don't really know how to express that. Like I, I never had an issue with talking to guys or anything like that. But I just never did. Um, okay. So that's just kind of how it played out. So, uh, like learning about different stuff, it was always just me reading and looking online. And if I wasn't having sex, I may might as well be reading about it. <laughs> and I remember I was I was telling somebody this the other day because they was asking me to like help them with the website. Um, which I don't do. <laughs> I don't do for other people. But I was like, you know, I remember being like 16, 17. And back then I used to build websites for cam girls. And that's before oh. you know, OnlyFans and anything like that. And I used to moderate on an adult site under the age, which who knows how that was allowed. But um... wow, <laughs> I, I thought you were about to say when you were building pages, Mm-hmm. You were talking about MySpace. No. Because, girl, <laughs> I was coding my ass off on MySpace. I really was. <laughs> I was building all pages, having layouts and moving letters. Okay, so you actually were introduced then to sex work and kink and sex fairly early then. Correct. And I never I never partaked. I never, you know, it's not like I was underage posting myself. It was never that. I think we grew up especially like, you know, grow up in the nineties, we kind of was taught to always have like a persona. (laughs) Like you don't really go online and be yourself in a way. So I never Mm. tied myself into any of that, thankfully, because you know, where that could have led to, um, as far as being underage. Um, can I just tell you that I never thought of it that way, but you're absolutely right. Like I've been Mandy B for as long as I've been on the internet and yeah, like it was always very, I don't know. It was, it was, and it sucks that as I think it was more of a thing for women to do Mm -hmm. that we created these alter egos online so that our sexy pictures or what we perceived ourselves to be in public wasn't reflected either in school or at our jobs. Mm -hmm. So now, oh, clearly. Absolutely. But it's crazy because still so many women are losing their jobs because of their sexy photos or because of how they speak. I mean, I I was afraid to speak about sex on my other podcast, Horrible Decisions, for the longest, like, because I was in a corporate setting and I was like, I know that this goes against all HR guidelines for sure. I feel you there. I So I re- so over, I've owned Overkink for... It's been like a seed idea for like about a year and a half. It started fully like April last year. Um, however, I worked for Disney, corporate Disney for that whole time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Which is why I've always went under JC Chester. I have other names I go by as well. Now I don't. I don't work for them any longer, which is why I'm kind of now being able to be the face of my business. Because before I really, 
I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> so I definitely understand. What is, I, I guess, what would your take be on that as far as the separation, um, I don't know, between sexual identity and sexual prowess um, in terms to society? Because I wanted to talk about it with you as well. For those of you who got box number one, when people were posting their boxes, they were covering the condoms. Condoms, shout out, be condoms. But they are a safe sex, you know, tool in the bedroom. And I, I have seen that women are a little shy to show the butt plug in posting the box. And I wanted to know what your thoughts are on how people perceive a toy that essentially could bring them very, you know, pleasure. And how still as women, we hide that sexuality of ourselves as if we're not having sex. I think it's it's a very, like, very huge topic only because we're still unlearning. So thankfully, I grew up in a household where not that sex was discussed, but it wasn't shamed, right? So either for my mother or for my father, I never really had an issue. If I needed to go to them, I could. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying they even talked about it directly. Cause like I said, I'm still from a Caribbean background. It's still very much, you know, certain things you talk about with your kids, but as I grew up, it kind of never had that type of shame to it. So I understand my experience and also not being religious plays into that. So oh, <laughs> talk about it. And I think that that's the thing too, with a, a lot of us, especially women of color growing up in the church. Mm-hmm. And that does affect how we view sex. And I mean, like you, um, my dad is Jamaican, so still very much the same. Like, I don't ever remember talking about sex with him, but I do remember meeting all of his girlfriends. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, there was um, something. You know what I mean? And so I guess what was the conversation like for sex with you at an early age or even into your teenage years? What was that conversation like, if any? I think the closest I've had a conversation with my mother, because like I said, I didn't lose my virginity until I was older. So it's not like I was experimenting and needed like advice. So I wasn't, okay. going, I wasn't going to it. I only One thing I can remember is one time, this is horrible, but I had printed out like a Radica novel from like a website and at, on school, at school, which yet again, I don't know how that was allowed. Um, this is so <laughs> 90s, by the way, to I print know. out a book. <laughs> it's so bad I'm so old but um so I remember printing it out and my mother finding it and after think about you like being an adult and you're finding like this it was I'm pretty sure it was like something kinky as well I'm pretty sure it wasn't something like pure or anything like that so (laughs) I remember her addressing it but like just telling me like oh if you know if you have questions like you don't have to go about this way you don't have to sit here and seek out literature or whatever the case may be um and she didn't shame me for it, thankfully. Like, I'm pretty sure it was awkward for her. I mean, she didn't like it. She told me, don't do it no more. Um, but I wasn't, like, in trouble or anything like that. And I, I do wonder how my, my siblings' experience was, but I've always seen her be – my mother always been very open as far as, like, my sister discussing sex or anything like that. So I know on my end, it hasn't really been an issue. And by the time I lost my virginity, I was out my mother's house. So right. the conversation really wasn't there. Um, so that's just kind of how – it went for me, but I know it's not the same for others. I even now I think about the and this kind of goes into something I wanted to talk about. I always talk about people like they see the story, they think, oh, you know, it's a kink shop, right? And it's oh, you know, in this day and age where it's you know b- body positivity or sexual freedom, which is all fine, right? Because I'm not 
I'm not opposed to it. Like I have my, you know, my freaky freaky side, whatever the case may be. But the intent of even starting the shop or open conversations is not the idea that everybody has to sit here and, you know, want whips and chains. That doesn't have to be it. But your sexual freedom, living your whole, whole life or whatever the case may be, is you owning your own body and whatever that may mean. So if you like it freaky, that's completely fine. If you don't, that's equally fine. It's not the idea of trying to hit a goal or get a medal. It's just owning your own body. And I think it's very important too that for any woman who does want to explore that they have the right partner. Earlier on, you talked about trust and what comes with trust so much of the time is communication. And if you're not able or you don't feel comfortable to communicate with your partner, oftentimes you're not going to find that trust in the bedroom that you absolutely need when you're including toys and restraints and all of these other things that are available, you know, at the Overking shop. I think it's very important. I guess I wanted to ask you what your relationship as well is with kink. And if you have one um, or if, if it plays a role in how you came up with your name for your shop. I would say I kind of have one. I, I'm not into like, I'm not in the full, like I'm not in it. I don't live <laughs> in the lifestyle, if that makes sense. Okay. Like I don't, it's just something I don't do. Who knows? Maybe one day, I don't know. But um, that's something I just, I don't really live in the lifestyle. It's something I like to introduce in sex. And I really feel like how I started with sex plays into that. So like I said, I lost my virginity at 19 and it was, to somebody that we kind of discussed, like, hey, I want to lose my virginity. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was planned. <laughs> you had a planned virginity loss? Yes. And it's somebody I stayed with for years. And um, this is when I was younger. And I don't want to, like, I'm I'm not trying to stop. I don't want to say anything to get me canceled before I ever be found, you know, whatever the case may be. Right. <laughs> but so when I was younger, I did generally date interracially. And the first guy I with was white. So I'm just going to be realistic. At the end of the day, they do try a lot more things, especially if somebody is younger or not experienced. Um, well, absolutely. Not only that, I think we relate to a lot of kinky stuff as white people shit. Mm-hmm. We do that on horrible decisions all the time. <laughs> but but that's the thing. And that's what I love is that black women and black men are getting and enjoying and opening up to this kink space in a way that I don't think that we've really been allowed to do so before. Yeah, and it's great to see, like, and uh, especially growing up where I have always read about it, you've seen it, you don't see us in those spaces, so that's why I probably never pushed myself to join. And then after, I left New York really young, so I didn't have an option, and then I moved to Orlando that doesn't really have any any type of scene. Um, so that's kind of where it's at, and I know this, I forgot her name, I think her name's Petrina. Um, she has a kinky game night, it's hosted out of California. Um, I think, was she on your show? No, I don't okay. believe so. No, so that's, it's, that sounds fun. Yeah. So you should really look into it. it it's probably, well, and this is maybe really small, but it's one of the first scenes I've seen with a younger crowd and full, fully black into kink. Um, and she's, she does great work. So I do think you should check it out. But I think that's the issue with like anything. It's like, for example, why I didn't pursue computer science. I didn't see us in that space. So I didn't know to do it. And and that's the same thing with sex because we're so quick to be like, oh, that's white people shit. And not saying it's not because some of them are, but <laughs> you know, if we don't have experience here, we're not open to it. It's harder. And also 
you know, sex in the black community as a whole is even harder to discuss, even when you talk about regular sex. So even if you take the kink out of it, we're still ashamed. We're still, it's not where you can be open. You know, guys like, I'm not going to get into the whole conversation of guys talking about wanting freaks, but they only have sex, like, you know, missionary. So that's a whole different question. There's a difference between being a freak and just liking a lot of sex. Like, and I think that that's we are true. still, there's a difference and there's still like a line that clearly has to be drawn with that. But I do want to, again, as we're speaking about kink, as we're speaking about sex, what I would consider this maybe a beginner stage for most. However, you know, I just dabbled into it with my freaky ass. I want to talk about butt plug etiquette because again, you not only uh, provided butt plugs for our second box of official box owner, but like I said, I tried it for the first time last night and I've done butt plugs before. So I don't want to say I, I haven't done butt plugs before, but the bedazzled butt plug was new for me. So I just remember bending over the whole time I was sucking his dick so he could look at my booty hole. But I wanted to talk about <laughs> safety measures that could be taken. Also, what pleasures women may find and how you believe people could use a butt plug. So could we get into that conversation? Because the girls want to know what to do with their butt plug. Yes, we can. So I'm happy you enjoyed. And I do think I, that, I do think a big part of sex toys is the visual of it because we're all visual creatures. So the idea of the jewel and, you know, seeing it and kind of, you know, living that Polish life, whatever the case may be, I think it's great. Um, so as far as butt plugs, it's the thing is one thing with butt plugs, it's for everyone. Um, and I know we're yeah. talking about official box owners, but I did want to touch on this real quick is that anal or any type of ass play is kind of the only thing that both you and your partner can do to each other and have the same sensation. Um, mm. so I do feel like, you know, guys are so opposed to it. Um, as they, you know, like I said, we have a lot to unlearn. Like I don't shame people because especially as black people, we have so much to unlearn that we kind of just have to go with the flow. That's how I see it. So it's not saying right. that, Oh, go let my peg you, <laughs> but it's just that we have so much to unlearn. So it may not be this generation, but a couple of generations down the road, it may. Be. Oh, girl, it's this generation. <laughs> I didn't pegged a couple men, so uh, definitely this generation. But I love also that you said that because um, I do with official box owner uh, want to make it very clear that yes, owning a box does mean you have a box you you have a vagina but of course yes we also have assholes and so I love that you just mentioned that though because of course you can identify as a man or a woman and still have a vagina mm -hmm. so uh, again I love the idea that we were able to include a butt plug because like you said it can be used with everyone um so I really really like that and so I want to ask you then why use a butt plug what are the, you know, things that can add when using a butt plug and what should we be aware of while using one? What are the steps? Talk to us. Come on, butt plug queen. <laughs> the first thing I would say is, you know, you can end up in a hospital real quick. So please. Oh, Jesus. Can we not start there? <laughs> we're not going to finish there, but I just want to say, make sure if you select a butt plug, please make sure it's flared. Make sure it's not, you know, too far on your ass. Like, you know. Play it safe. We don't want 
once it falls in there, it, it can fall in. And we don't want to write fish or anything outside of the intestines. Like, it just, it's not a good thing. But... <laughs> Right. And I, I, I am sharing a story with you guys um, about how Medina Monroe from Cocktails, she was also a previous guest who ended up with a tampon stuck in her pussy. She recently just had a butt plug stuck in her ass. So you guys get to hear that story. All right. So we took a brief pause from my conversation with JC over at Overkink because I know a lot of you guys may not have ever used a butt plug ever in your fucking life. And you're like, how the fuck is Mandy just going to give me a butt plug and also make it seem like it's such a wonderful thing without telling me the possible horrors that it comes with. So I am joined real briefly by one of y'all's faves, (laughs) Medina Monroe from the Cocktails Dirty Discussions podcast because as my friend, she was just letting me know about her butt plug experience. So please share the story because I interrupted you to get you on this goddamn mic to share it with the listeners of Periodsis. Oh man, all these embarrassing stories about things getting stuck in my body. Okay, I will try to make this quick. So I have a sex partner and we have great sex together, right? So we try all the holes all the time. So I went to go see him and I packed every toy you could think of, my favorite toy being one of my butt butt plugs. So I bring out the butt plug. We're having sex. We're fucking, he's hitting it from the back. And I put, I reach over because I had it sitting ready, handy, ready to go. I put it in, I suck it a little bit, you know, get it wet. Real real quick too, what is your procedure with putting in the butt plug? You're telling me you put it in your mouth and then put it in your ass? Yeah, just to like lube it up a little bit so it can, you know. So you just don't believe in lube. What happened to the lube? Because I tell everyone, if you're going to do butt plugs, you need lube. And you're sitting here saying- Oh no, I want to feel that pain. I like the pain. For me, that's the whole point of booty sex. I want to feel it. So I lick it a little bit and put it in my butthole and it feels good. He's hitting it. It has a little diamond. He can kind of see it. And I was kind of like, is my, should I have graduated to a larger butt plug by this point? Cause I can take a dick. So he's, he's fucking me from the back. Right. And I can feel it kind of about to go in. So I take it out and sit it back on the, on the side. Right. We have sex. Boom. We start fucking again. He grabs the butt plug. I didn't really realize it. He grabs you it. You didn't realize he grabbed the butt plug. He okay. grabs it. He puts it in. Then I feel it. I'm like, okay, babe, has the butt plug in. We're having, I mean, this was like mind blowing sex. All of a sudden I come, he comes and he's laying on top of me and he goes, uh oh. And I was like, <laughs> what? I'm, th- I'm like, did the condom break? Why does he say, uh oh? He's like, baby. I'm like, what? He's like, it's all the way in your ass. And I was like, what's all the way in my ass? He's like, the butt plug went all the way. It's all the way in there. I was like, you're playing, you're playing, you are playing. Girl, do you know we spent almost an hour? He's like, bend over, bend over. I'm <laughs> I'm face down, ass up. I know that's not what Boosie meant when he said that. I'm face down, ass up. He has my butt, I'm spreading my butt cheeks. He's digging in my butthole. Wait. Wait, are you are you pushing at the same time? I didn't want to push because I was embarrassed. And so then he's like, because you know when your booty hole gets juicy, you don't know what's going to come out. He's you like, don't. You he's don't. like, babe, on the count of three, push, push. So we're in there like, <sighs> like, like we're giving, b- girl, dookie started coming out my ass. It was no. so... <laughs> <laughs> it was Wait, so you're 
lying. I am Medina. not lying. So then he's like, I'm mad at this one. Cause I was like, why would you not take the butt plug out? And he was like, well, why would it go all the way in your butt? I thought that's what the, the, the outside is for. So he's like, go sit on the toilet and just try to push. I'm in the toilet. He's on the outside talking me through pushing. <laughs> we're at this point. He's like, all right, let's get, you know, let's get ready to go to the hospital. And we're looking it up. Like, I'm like, if I have to go to the hospital wait, real quick, wait, pause. Outside of the hospital, the hospital, look at me. Outside of the hospital, I'm sorry, I'm laughing so hard. Outside of the hospital being, you know, the go-to, when you were researching how to remove a butt plug, what were you seeing as some of the top ways to remove a butt plug? Everything was saying calm down. That's literally (laughs) how everything started. Take a deep breath and calm down. Mandy, it was 3 a.m. I was like, I'm going to end up having to go to the hospital. And most of the articles said you'll be able to get it out on your own if it's not like if you're not feeling pain as you were walking. And I didn't. I couldn't even feel the shit. I was like, I have a mastered ass because that don't make no sense. It was in my ass like it didn't even have the hooks on the side. You know, how the butt plugs have the hooks. So so I will say for those of you who did get the official box owner subscription box, you guys are getting very similarly the butt plug with the bejeweled stopper so there are no hooks on this one either so no so none of none of of the butt plugs i've used have hooks i'll be honest with you they've all just been the regular ones well even the regular one it has that little that little like thing that you can grab like this grab yeah so it's like a little bit wider so it stops your ass from eating it well, no. So I'm sitting on the toilet, bro. Like, I, there's no way I can go to the hospital and have to have a doctor, not even my doctor, dig in my butthole. So, bitch, I put, and I just got these long ass nails. I had to put three fingers in my butt. With acrylic nails in your booty hole? In my booty. And I'm pushing. There's dookie juice coming out. I am like, I cannot. And then finally, I feel it. And I get, I had to get the outside of the hooks with my two fingers and clamp it and bend it down and then just do three good shoves of pushing like you were constipated. It and popped out my butt. And when I tell you my butthole is still recovering, now I understand why they have different sizes because I need a large. Well, um, I don't think all of you guys have master assholes like Medina. So I actually have a small for everyone because even a medium, like for someone, um, I mean, there is anal training, I guess real quick, because, you know, we like to leave off with tips and stuff. Then do you have any tips or anything that you learned from this experience on maybe not getting it stuck in your ass or the removal of it if it does get stuck in your ass. Can we get a tip for both? Here's the tip for not getting it stuck in your ass. If you are having very rough sex from the back, I normally use butt plugs, but I'm riding it reverse cowgirl. So there's not really anything that keeps shoving it in. He was hitting it Uh. from the back and he kept thrusting into my butt and my vagina. So it my butt got wet. You know, your booty secretes. Your booty get wet, yeah. So it just like ate it up. So I would suggest if it's not a big butt plug, don't do it from the back. Do it, do reverse cowgirl. If it does get stuck in your ass, calm down, take a deep breath and act like you are taking a big shit and it will come out. And you will have to. Pick you know what? Fingers. If we ever do an award show for period sis, you for sure get the award for 
most things stuck in her crevices, but also the most disgusting guests we've had on the show. Well, thank you. I will proudfully accept that award. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to get back to having more conversations with JC, the founder of Overkink. Hope that you guys aren't scared now to use these butt plugs. Thank you, Medina. I guess since we're there, um, JC, one of the things that I loved, and I actually did compare with Medina with her butt plug, what the leg, the neck. There you go. The neck. I knew there was some term (laughs) for it. It's, it was, it was longer than what was on hers. So I want to ask you, is that something that a woman or a man, anyone using a butt plug, is that something that they should look at the neck, which is pretty much the room between the actual plug and, you know, what would be at the end, the stopper. Yes. So the neck is the the distance in between the bulb, which is either it can be circular, it can be long tapered. And then after the end part is the base. So if we're going to, I guess if we stay there, so with the neck, right, you want to make sure it's about one or two inches or at least an inch. The reason being is because the longer the neck, the more comfortable it's going to stay in your ass and it gives it room so it doesn't like just slip out immediately because the bulb will be so close to the exit. Um, I noticed that last night, girl. <laughs> so when shopping for one, you do want to make sure you do have a good enough base that you're comfortable with. And the longer the base, the, the more sensation because it's going to move around in there. So if it has a longer neck, it's going to allow for it to kind of like pull in, pull out, you know, just how you when you think about it, when you sneeze, your asshole moves, you know, whatever, it's disconnected. It's doing all that. And also a next thing to look at is you want length with your, your neck, but also if you want a different sensation or if you want your sphincter to kind of have more of a sensation, um, which is just the asshole part that closes around it, you can get a thicker neck, which mm. gives you more of a sensation as well. So starting off, even outside of the bulb, which is the circular part in there, you may want to um, look at the neck size and kind of go off of that because that too can provide you a sensation. Um, when it comes to the bulb, in this case... The bulb in the box is circular and there are tons of benefits to using the anal plug. And this is kind of because of the jewel, because of the circular shape. Um, I say this one is more aesthetically pleasing. It kind of gives you more that feeling. Um, That's what he said. <laughs> but there are different, there are tons of different types of um, butt plugs that may be more, um, I guess, more acceptable or more sensational or whatever the case may be or whatever it may be um depending on what you're doing so i i personally prefer um a longer tapered butt plug so in this case it's the same flare design and it's the same neck you know whatever size you may want generally a smaller longer one and And this was considered a small size correct so they do get bigger this is a small size and and I just wanted to touch on this real quick. So people are, you know, when we think about butt plugs, we're like, oh, we're probably using it to, you know, with anything you want to be relaxed. So yes, it helps, you know, get used to having something down there if you want to try anal. Um, but it doesn't always have to lead to anal. It can just be that, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially where we're such a, in this age where we talk about ass eating, all stuff like that. So why not add that addition to it? It doesn't have to be where you're preparing yourself to do anal or anything like that it can be ah. it can be something you use for solo play um because not only the reason why you know anal sex as a whole it feels good is because all the nerve endings in your asshole um mm-hmm. and 
that plays into it. So it doesn't have to lead into anything. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm trying to prepare my asshole to be stretched or anything like that. It can be just for that sensation, just how masturbation is for the sensation. And for those of, yeah. And also for those of you ladies who have maybe never used a butt plug, not only does it include sensation to you, but the skin between the inside of your vagina and your anus is so thin that it also adds an extra sensation to your partner. If they have a penis while they're going inside of your vagina, they can feel the butt plug in your ass as well. So it adds like another sensation to your partner as well, not just yourself. Which is why this, which is why vibrating butt plugs are like top notch. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, girl. I haven't tried that one yet. <laughs> but not, not only can he feel the sensation, because like you said, the, the wall is so thin. It also, say if you are dealing with somebody that may be on the smaller side, it would double his size as far as the feeling for you, as well as for him. Oh, it's that additional, like it's pushing against it in the same way. So if like you have a partner, you know, let's be serious. If you have a partner that's smaller and you kind of want to, you know, experience him more or feel it more, I'm telling you, add a butt plug to it and it, you, it's a whole new nigga. It's, you'll be fine. Come on a whole new man. <laughs> I, I, you know what? And I never even thought of it that way. I guess my question to you is when do I know I can move up? from a small to a medium like how can how do i know as a new butt plug user when i can move up in the butt plug sizes moving well like because it's like for example the size you got is like a small they have usually have a set small medium large which is still very small so at the end of the day with anything with size you kind of want to train i mean there, there that's a huge variation as far as size but it's what you're comfortable with. It's, it's okay. whatever, you know, whatever, whenever you feel like, you know, you can you know, probably take more, see how it feels. You don't, same thing like with anal beads. Like, you know, we see anal beads, we see the length and we think about it. And at the end of the day, it's just what you're comfortable with, comfortable with and, you know, how you feel. But you do want to take it slowly. But even outside of it, you can start, like, like I, um, everybody's anal journey or ass play journey doesn't start the same way. Some people may just start with sex. Um but at the end mm. of the day, the only thing that matters is you being relaxed. And we, especially for, you know, if we're doing foreplay and stuff like that, sometimes, you know, lube may not be the in the forefront because we're already, you know, lubricated, whatever the case may be. But if you are now starting, if you are worried, lube is your best friend and you don't want to do it again. <laughs> and after it's Absolutely. like, not any lube, like make sure you're using a lube that's compatible with the product you're using, depending on like, if it's metal, if it's glass, if it's silicone. So you want to make sure you're using a, a lube that's proper. Um, but I generally do re- recommend you want to use an anal lube um, mm-hmm. because it is thicker and it won't dry out as fast because with anything, take your time. This is not a race. This is not, you know, you're not rushing through it. You don't decide to do anal while you're fucking in the car. You know, take your time <laughs> to get there and, you know, find a partner that's willing to take the time with you. Because if not, it causes all, you know, you're already worried about it, right? We already have the stigma around it. And then after now you're kind of, you may have, you know, felt paid, you may have been uncomfortable. And now you're fucking with somebody that you weren't comfortable with or didn't provide you that safety. And that's more important than even the tool you're using. You would just make sure you're relaxed. Absolutely. You have loop at hand and taking your time. If it doesn't feel good, stop. I really, really like that advice. I guess uh, we talked about the possibilities of it getting stuck. 
do you have any advice for anyone who may experience like Medina, unfortunately, <laughs> a butt plug getting stuck in their ass? And is it something to really worry about? With a butt plug, it may not be. However, you want to make sure you're selecting something with a flared base um, to stop. To lower, a flared base? Yeah, to lower the chance, right? However, stuff happens. If okay. it does get stuck, the best thing, I mean, starting off, you need to relax. If you freak out, your asshole is just going to clinch. It's not going to come out. You need to sit down on the toilet, you know, probably put your leg up or whatever the case may be and, <laughs> and relax. If you're trying to get it out, if you're, tr- it won't happen. All you're going to do is keep pushing it up further. You need to relax. Like you cannot sit there and think that you're going to be angry or mad or scared and it's going to release. No, it's just going to go further in and then you're going to have a problem. So if this happens to you where you feel like it has slipped in too far, stop, <laughs> breathe and try to relax to try to get it out. Like that's the only way. And you know what? I do the same thing when I'm just trying to take a dick during <laughs> anal sex. You just stop, pause, relax and breathe and it'll it'll get in there, okay? It will <laughs> get in there. Um I guess always before we like to to leave off, I do you've shared so many tips and stats and facts about not only just your journey but also you know, experimenting with sex toys and butt plugs. I want to leave off with anyone who received that butt plug or is considering trying a butt plug. What would be your number one tidbit of advice for someone venturing into kink this way? I say, if you're trying it for the first time, try it alone first. Um, Just because, you know, when you add a partner to it, you're not only adding a partner, but you have to now may explain if he's not experienced, he may not know about it either. Um, So try it on yourself first, you know, get in the shower, get some lube, you know, you can either bend over, however you want to get it in there and see how it feels by yourself. Um, I generally recommend try it by yourself, have it in there, get comfortable, lay down a bit, you know, probably masturbate and see how that sensation feels. And then if you want to add it with a partner, add it with a partner. Um, just because you don't know how it's going to feel. You don't know how you're going to react to it. You don't want to really add somebody to that while learning, especially if they're not, if they're not experienced. So take it upon yourself to kind of play around with yourself, play, play with yourself first, um, you know, clean yourself properly, see how you want to do it and go that way and just have fun. I think that that is, I don't think you could have gave any better tip than that because I don't think I would have even thought of that but absolutely you can't think a person can even make you come or orgasm or feel good if you don't know what makes you feel good so I really like that you added that and JC can you let everyone know where they can find you of course stay tuned guys for some stats and facts as we get out of here but JC where can everyone find you and where can they support over kink shop so you can find me on all social media pl- platforms at Overkink Shop. Um, my website is overkink.com. In the coming weeks, we are releasing a Valentine's Day box. So if you're interested, please you know jump on our website and subscribe. Um, but the best place to find me is overkink.com. Add yourself to my newsletter, and you'll be updated on any, everything we have coming. We're coming out with some merch. We're going to be doing some more... Um, um, I guess talking as far as you know, explaining how to use products, where to use products, and you know, seeing what questions you guys have out there and how we can help you know bring some positivity to the black community as far as you know being okay with sex. 
And how amazing. So, guys, if you really enjoyed your official box owner boxes, you guys can now add an overkink box to your list to get next month. Again, that's in February you're dropping that, correct? It should be dropping by this coming Friday, which I think is the 21st. Oh, so boom. So January. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and make sure this episode is dropped in time for you guys to be sure to get your overkink boxes. Again, thank you so much, JC for joining me today and having this conversation and guys, please stay tuned for the stats and facts and more after this. Thank you, JC. Thank you. Bye. We took it there. We showed it. <laughs> I really hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode of periods as much as I did. Again, y'all just send your prayers and wishes. And I don't know, sage and anything else on over to Medina because Jesus I can't and I want to let y'all know that you can save 15% off of your orders over $39 at overkink.com using our promo code box owner I think we gave a whole lot of tips this week I'm not gonna lie I was able to use my bejeweled butt plug with my partner and I really 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 enjoyed it one of the ways I use it, and this is my tip that I'm giving you guys, is literally I, I walk to the bathroom, change into my nice little sexy lingerie, and then I use the lube and put the butt plug up there. And pretty much while I gave him some head, I bent over so that he could see the diamond peeking out from my budo. Um, again, I had a great time using it. And it's also fun because your partner can experience that little extra bit of sensation as well. So thank you guys for tuning in again. Thank you guys so much for supporting the official box owner and our subscription boxes. I have some great announcements coming soon, but I just want to thank all of you guys for tuning in each and every week, learning with me, exploring with me, crying with me and laughing with me. We have so many more stories to tell. If you have a story that you would like to share on this podcast, make sure you reach on over to our email. That's info at officialboxowner.com. And let me know your story so we can get you up on here and make a difference out here in the world. Again, we're educating, we're learning, we're growing together. And I'm super excited to be sharing all of this with you guys. Until next time, thank you guys for tuning in to Period Sis. Bye. Bye. You're, if you're married, you're going to have to do anal eventually, okay? You have to because you got to change it up. you got to change it up so that you don't cheat on each other. you got to keep it interesting. But don't worry because when he puts it in the butt, all he's thinking about is, I just put it in her butt. <laughs>